Welcome, everyone, to this next edition of Tax Policy Podcast. Uh, my name is Aaron Taylor. I'm here with Alan Pasetsky, and today we are going to discuss a number of items, including some new leadership here on the House side. We'll talk about what did and did not happen with extenders, and then we'll talk about the latest gifts from Treasury over the holiday. So first off, let's kick off with congressional leadership. Jason Smith from the 8th District of Missouri will be the new Ways and Means Chairman. He had had quite the come from behind the win, uh, but he will be Ways and Means Chairman, 42 years old, again, 8th District from Missouri. Additional members were just announced today on the Republican side. Ten new members. Let me go through them briefly for everyone. Randy Fenstra from the 4th District in Iowa. Michelle Fishbach from the 7th District in Minnesota. Nicole Maliotakis from New York's 11th District. Mike Carey from the 15th District of Ohio. Blake Moore from Utah's 1st District. Michelle Steele from the 48th District in California. Beth Van Dyne from the 24th District in Texas. Greg Stubbe from Florida's 17th District. Claudia Tenney from New York 24th District. And Brian Fitzpatrick from Pennsylvania 1st District. So a lot of new members there where GBA will be developing relationships with all of our member companies do as well. And then let's talk just very briefly on extenders. So a lot of shared disappointment that the extenders were not attached to the omnibus bill in late December. A lot of work had gone into educating members and staff on Section 163J, the interest deductibility, as well as 174. In addition to bonus depreciation, those three issues were certainly gaining traction. Uh, they were well recognized. No policy objections were being made by Democrats or Republicans against the provisions, but politics just intervened and there wasn't a deal there. So there has been a little bit of a couple of news stories recently on whether that's picked back up. We're keeping our ear to the ground to hear from Capitol Hill whether there's any traction there. And we will actively be talking to members over the coming weeks on those issues. But with that, let me turn it over to Alan to discuss the latest and greatest from Treasury and some notices that came out in December. Alan, over to you. Thank you, Aaron. You know, for tax professionals, the year-end holidays often include extra gifts in the form of tax legislation, regulation, or other guidance. At the end of 22, Treasury gave us two new special gifts, notice 2023-2, relating to the new stock buyback excise tax, and notice 2023-7 relating to the new corporate AMT. Concerning the stock buyback notice, there's some very troubling language about the repurchase of certain foreign company stock that is, quote, funded by a domestic affiliate. And it comes with a lovely per se rule where any such funding, other than a distribution for some reason, within two years of the stock buyback is deemed to have a principal purpose to avoid the excise tax. With such presumed principal purpose to avoid the tax, the 1% excise tax will apply to a repurchase up to the amount of the funding. Aaron, the funding rule came totally out of left field for us. The rule seems to be beyond the scope of the statute, and the lack of a definition of what a funding is is really concerning. Does that mean, for example, that if the U.S. affiliate pays for anything to its foreign parent, say the cost of raw materials, the payment of a royalty, that that is now a funding that can result in the excise tax being imposed. We will see how these broad new rules develop over the next few months. Concerning the AMT notice for foreign parented groups, 
All I will say is that this round of guidance didn't address the critical issues for such groups. The main issue would be defining what an applicable financial statement would be because such groups don't typically have gap financials for their U.S. tax consolidated groups. So these companies will continue to remain in the dark as to how to compute their AMT, which had an effective date of two weeks ago. Aaron, just got to love year-end guidance for rules that are effective just a few days later. So back to you. All right. Thanks, Alan. You know, great questions you raised there and something that we, uh, GBA, will be discussing with its members going forward. So we look forward to having those additional discussions with our membership and likely additional meetings with Treasury in the coming weeks. So that's, I think that's a wrap uh, for this week's edition of Tax Policy Podcast. Look forward to everyone listening in again next week. Thanks so much. <laughs>